to Your Welcome Hollywood, a podcast where Ed, Tom, and Ruben create a brand new screenplay every episode. Some of the ideas are better than others. Welcome to Your Welcome Hollywood with Ed. And Ruben. Yeah, still got that Tom space in the middle. Yeah, you know, it was because I I miss him so and like you don't want you don't want to you don't want to acknowledge too much that he's not here because if you make it real then I'll he'll cry. start to fade from your memory in a sort of back to the futurey way. Yeah, um, and then I'll steal rock and roll music from black people. That's how that movie ended, right? Uh, it's not how it ended, but it did happen. <laughs> it, it does happen in the movie. It's sort of it's basically like the end of Act Two. <laughs> um, it's close to the end, I guess. Uh, yeah, we yeah. really we really go hard into three with uh, Marty McFly writing Johnny B. Good. Yeah, it's it's truly about Marty McFly, Marty McFly's appropriation of black culture and taking uh, 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 all the credit for it. Um, yep. It's interesting. Uh, so no, no unproblematic faves, people. <laughs> hey, oh, nothing problematic happens in the Back to the Future. Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing at all. Uh, and, and not that not that he tries to have sex with his own mother at one point. No, that <laughs> was fine. No, that was totally okay. We can we can excuse all that. And then also that little kid in the third movie who points at his dick and no one noticed it. So it's still in the movie. Yeah, I think what was the the thing that somebody pointed out? I, I forget who it was. It was some stand up. I don't think it was John Mulaney, even though he has a bit about Back to the Future. But like that later in time when Lorraine and George have a baby together and then he grows up to look exactly like that guy that his mom was going after in high school. Yeah, that wouldn't she be like. Huh? Wouldn't George be <laughs> Wouldn't like? Wouldn't George be suspicious? Is this my fucking kid? <laughs> well, but the, there the timeline doesn't line up because it's thirty years later. Yeah. So it's not like the baby would have come out of that relationship, but it would be odd that he looks exactly like that guy Calvin we remember from high school. Do you remember that really cool guy Calvin? Um, why does this kid? Why, why does our kid look just like him? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Did you guys like find each other later? Have anyway, honey, the guy who assaulted you here's to wash the car, and <laughs> nothing weird yeah. about that. <laughs> It's a it's a power reversal. They're just like, now you do it. <laughs> Good job, George. Um, so <laughs> yeah, George George turned into a reverse bully who's dominating his old rival. <laughs> it's so like a pack of hyenas. If you haven't listened to the show before, um, this is it. <laughs> yeah, we just tear Back to the Future apart. And most most podcast and nerd discussion tries to tear the the time aspect of it. No, no, no. That's pedestrian. Yeah, we go with the social mores. <laughs> we go with the social mores of it of just how. Uh, problematic it is. Um, no, this is a show where we take, uh, we go ahead and we get a title from our audience and we make a movie out of it. Um, yeah, sort and it's of all like improvised. An, it, it's more like a writer's room, like an elevator pitch. We're sort of breaking story and going like, okay, and I think this would happen and then this would happen and so on and so forth. Just yes. to give you like, this is if you're the the Hollywood exec and we're trying to get you to make our movie. Yes, or what you might call a story break, which I believe is the name of the podcast that also does this that I found. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. We're not that original. No, not terribly, but we were doing it first. So no, it, it's it, you know you can get a chicken sandwich at multiple restaurants. I'll hunt them You're down. You're still going to bloody There can only be one. I will behead them and take their powers. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then so, Queen um, will play in the background. Queen? <laughs> I said Queen, but yes. <laughs> The Queen will play. Yes, uh, they're gr gr great, great songs. It's a Cream Queen mashup cover band. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. into that. It's Queen songs, but with like bluesy uh, Eric Clapton guitar solos in the middle. Yeah. Queen. I like it. All right. So we got a title from the audience on our Twitch chat today, and it is, in fact, The Crystal Box Ooh. coming to us from Magid Rushdie, Ooh, old thank friend you, of the Maggie. podcast and friend of us personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank well, you so much. a stretch, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, more more of a uh, a person we put up with in our day-to-day -day lives. <laughs> um, 
but he's a wonderful man, and we're excited that he's in our chat tonight. He's a uh, wonderful man and a wonderful father. Happy Father's Day, Maggot. Yeah. Well, I know I'm a couple days late, but... <laughs> but who cares? Yeah, you're not my dad, so... <laughs> <laughs> you're not my dad. <laughs> so the crystal box. We talked for a minute. This is something that we haven't really done before or done anything like in a while, which is like a really fantastical sort of like Henson workshop, dark crystal kind of feeling. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, let's, let's fuck it. Let's make, um, let's spend the next, uh, 50 minutes describing and world building and then 10 minutes of plot. Let's go. Um, yeah, just, that's all we need. Cause that's, that's how it works when you make uh, uh fantasy stuff. Uh, but yeah, it is to me, it is that like thing where like, um, establishing this new interesting world, maybe it depends. Do we want to have, my big question is, uh, in, in the, tradition of a lot of these films, especially from the 80s. Um, is there a human anchor character who crosses over into this world um, and that's like, that's who we follow? Or is this just a story about this world and we're just like right down with these characters? I mean, we could, uh, we could put in some of that like the element of like isekai kind of stuff where it's like a human being transported to a fantastical world yeah yeah true <clears throat> yeah because that's like labyrinth is that right labyrinth is we follow um uh what's her name uh into like the world of labyrinth and everything that happens there versus dark crystal is just fantasy right yeah and i do like what you said that it will be like 80 percent world building with just tiny narratively uh, important things thrown in just well, to like justify there being a plot. That's sort of the beautiful thing about a lot of these is that like uh, it's how Lord of the Ring works. Um, Lords of the R- Lord of the Rings. Lords, Lords of, of the Ring. Lords it's of the a, Ring. That's a wrestling documentary. Probably. That is a wrestling porno. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, usually it's just like you spend so much time world building that your plot can be like the most generic of ancient sort of, story. Sort of yeah, like seventies sci-fi where like the narrative is just so convoluted and not important. It's just yeah. about like how to get from set piece to set piece. If we're, if we're talking about Zardoz, then yes, that is truly the <laughs> and case. Sean Connery in a ridiculous leather daddy onesie. The penis is the gun. Um, what a not great movie that is not enjoyable to watch either. Yeah. But if you've never seen any stills from it, go Google oh. and have fun with Zardoz because it's worth watching just to be like, what did I waste my life doing? But I could have been watching this. Yes, we could be watching something else. Um, cool. Uh, so yeah, I, I think like we have all we need, right? Like, that yeah. seems pretty much well, like a good setup. Uh, let's just dive into it. We'll figure out if we have a human character or not. And, uh, you know. And, uh, yeah, no. you know it makes me think of, a, like, a, like, Redwall. Like, the, the medieval mouse books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, just start, just have a fun time with a fantasy story. Okay, let's do it then. And, cool. uh, in that case, I'm Ed. I'm Ruben. Tom's still not here. And this is... He's the baby. Christ- yeah, he is baby. <laughs> Tom is have baby do. Yeah, he is babied. Um, yeah, and this is... currently babied. The Are we going to start this? Box. The Crystal Box. Okay. <laughs> studio right, so, logo. Studio logo. So this is... You know what? I think this is made by a smaller film studio. Oh, yeah. This isn't like huge Hollywood. Like, this is some upstart, you know, f- fucking around making their own prop shop. Yeah. Sort of thing. Tiny peepee industries. Yeah. Tiny peepee industries. But yeah. it's uh, the mascot is a little bird, like a tiny little bird named yes. Tiny Peepee. Yeah. And he, he goes, peepee, peepee. That's his little call. Yeah. And that's how they get away with calling it that. It's really cute. Yeah. It's very adorable. But then the bird 
pops a boner and the dong is like three times the size of the bird. Yeah, and then the the dong also goes beep 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 beep. It's very weird that it also It's got talks. a beak. Yeah. It's basically a whole other bird. Yeah, like the tip of this bird's wiener looks like an octopus mouth, like a beak coming out of it. Which if you didn't know this is how birds work in real life, it is. Yeah. And don't go, look at don't look it up. We've This is what happens right when now. Tom isn't on the podcast. We get to say whatever we want about birds no matter how inaccurate. Yeah, Tom would be like, "Well, Okay, there's a couple birds that have interesting penises, but certainly none of them are that uh, ridiculous. And guys. we'd be like, interesting penises, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> what what is your interest in them, Tom? Uh, so take that, Tom. No yeah, bird facts here. Tiny PP, take that, Tom. Yeah, no, is... no, only bird fi- only bird fantasy, <laughs> or bird fi, as I call it, bird fiction. <laughs> you know, a little bird fi, sci-fi my new, bird fi. My new genre, sci-fi bird fi. So that goes away. Uh-huh. And it is in conjunction with Sci-Fi Bird Fi, uh, the new television channel that is like channel, you know, 892. Some say we have too many channels, but not me. We need this one. Mm-hmm. So that goes away and we come up on. Do we want to start with our human character or the fantasy world? God, fantasy world. Let's uh, uh, it's okay. um, instantly cr- kaboom. Crashing right. waves. Maybe there's a big storm and lightning. We're getting like a, a crashing purple ocean. Oh, yeah. Immediately, people are like, whoa, the ocean. This isn't Earth. (laughs) This isn't Earth. (laughs) Where am I? Yeah. Am I watching Dune? What is this? Um, Not that that's somebody does say that out loud in the movie theater. Like, yeah, this is a movie made for dumb people who don't really understand what imagination is. So like someone else, somebody just goes, that's not water. That's also that's not Dune. nothing like that's in Dune. Why would you even say that? That doesn't make any sense. He's like, I haven't seen Dune. I just people told me Dune weird. People said Dune's weird, which they're not wrong. Um, so, yeah, we see this, like, purple. Is Dune the one where you wipe your ass with seashells? Is that uh, the one? Maybe? I don't know. I just know that Dune's all about spice and worms and other stuff. Mm. And okay. well, Atreides. That, I don't know. That's unimportant for this movie. I'm a bad nerd. Anyway, uh, crashing purple oceans. I think there's, like, a cool storm happening. I think we should, like, open up with um, maybe, like, this uh, this incident or this... Oh, fuck. This is how we get... We open up... Oh, uh, fuck, dude. Oh, guys. It. Here we go, guys. Now we're fucking cooking with grease. Um, so, uh, as we, like, see this in- insane flyover, what happens is we end up, like, flying over this gigantic battle that's happening. It's okay. These- two huge warring factions so there's like like a naval battle right like massive armadas of ships sure let's do it on the water yeah yeah yeah. um great yeah so yeah it's on this purple ocean um and it's like it's gnarly there's people boarding each other's ships and like uh like swashbuckling but it's kind of weird and there's like weird like magic blast stuff going on it's insane so this Um, is a great place for us to set up sort of the two warring factions in this world so obviously these are not human creatures on either side of this war and uh, so usually in this in this kind of world, you have like the the pure sort of like, um, you know, noble uh, put upon civilization. That's always like some terrible metaphor for Native Americans as being super wise and respectful almost, of their planet. Almost and always. Almost fucking always. Yeah. And then you have like the invading barbarians of some kind that have Which, like. You know, they're dirty and filthy and they grunt and their language sounds really awful. And when you go to their their villages and places, it's all fire and eating meat off of bones and shit. Oh, man, I would actually hear this. This is going to set up the long game here. Uh, Okay, so let's take like uh, this this group that probably looks more human ish. Or like, uh, if in fantasy terms, probably more like elven or elvish, right? Okay, Um, let's say they're like they're a little bit too. They're like 
an extra foot on humans and yeah. like long longer arms and legs, a little skinnier. They look in burned, arms and legs. They look bird boned. You know, they're like real, real it's almost like light. A, yeah, it's like an avian species that evolved away from flight. Yes. Um. Uh. And then we have like I would say what looks like like you were describing like what what people would think of as barbaric or like you know lots of like mm-hmm. uh, uh like leathers and cloths and bone um, muscle. Yeah, and muscle, like, they look closer to what we think of when we think of orcs. Um, yeah, but I think they should be a little smaller, mm-hmm. so they don't, like, for this to be fair, right? Obviously, sure. our our humanoid bird-boned people can't be, like, completely defenseless or They're or all weak. four feet tall. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. They're, like, heavily muscle-bound, but they're smaller. Yeah, kind of dwarven in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like a, yeah, an orc-dwarf sort of hybrid-y thing. And I think we see this fight, and because uh, what I want, what I would love to set up here is that like what we tend to think of immediately as shorthand for good and evil in this movie, I would love to flip on its head. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the opening scene, it does seem like oh, obviously uh, we're going to identify with a more human-looking these like oddly bird-like human-like creatures here. Uh, we're going to go with that, um, and uh, and we see like I think one of them does something or like actually one of them opens on the battlefield in the middle of things happening opens a crystal box and it uh, it is a literal the titular crystal box yeah they do like the thing where it's like the battle is raging it's they're starting to be overrun by the the evil faction we'll name these in a minute but like so it's like one of the generals turns to a guy on the deck and is like you know what you have to do go get it and he goes below decks and rips you know a tarpaulin off of a a large wooden crate Mm -hmm. and forces it open with a tool of some kind and inside packed in hay is this crystal box that's glowing Yes, 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 yes. Cool. Uh, yes. Yeah, so this box makes it up to the battlefield. Uh, let's just name these factions. Uh, we have so we have these human bird-like creatures. Um, uh, we could call. I mean, they could just be called like avians. Oh no! They need a. This is your welcome Hollywood. They need a stupid name. Uh, uh, bonerheads. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's got to. That's got to be the bad guys. The bad guys are the bonerheads for sure. Oh yeah, because they, they wear they wear bones through their noses or something. Like. Okay, I agree. Yeah, the bonerheads. Um, and yeah, and the other. Um, this other the, this like the boner skulls okay cool great we'll go with boner skulls for them and I'm we'll call the, the the um the alien uh looking blue guys like the 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 weeby deebies the we okay so we got the boner skulls and the weeby deebies uh, <laughs> which really when you think about it is no dumber than any name you've heard in any other fantasy no. thing uh-uh. <clears throat> so uh yes yeah, so whoever someone, came up with the word goblin oh come, come on goblin Buh. Sounds Why like not? they're snarfing down something. Why not goblin? Um, <laughs> they could be goblin. They could be goblin. Uh, who's to say? Uh, they gobble. Uh, <laughs> they gobble. They gobble. They go. Uh, so <laughs> that's the. I think that's the slogan for Gogurt. It is gobble hey. gobble go gobble it gobble it gogurt it. Um, <laughs> so so okay, we have these two factions. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's get past this part. So. Uh, <laughs> Let's are, just get out of here. Some are from the Weepy Deebies. They open this box and it basically like just destroys the battlefield. And yeah, like you see a column of light shoot up into the sky and that sort of like wipes the screen out. Yeah, and we get to like... And we uh, go to the real world. Hundreds of years later. Yeah. And it's... Okay, we get to the real world. Okay, great. Yeah, I think we cut to the human world. Cool. And you have fucking this guy, right? Oh, like, yeah. The mild-mannered protagonist who doesn't know his life is about to get nuts. 
Oh yeah. Well, what's the, what's the device here for them to cross over? Oh, we'll figure that out. I, but first, who are they? Right? Is this? Are we coming to like modern times? Is that sort of like? Are we doing like sure. labyrinth, but like in the twenty twenties? Yeah. This guy's name is uh, Stunley. Stunley. Stunley Hubert. Stun- is Stunley too cool of a first name? Now that I think uh, about it. Uh, I mean, you could make it Stunkley or something. To there we go, Stunkley. Stunkley Hubert. Hey, just one one small K makes a difference. Um, mm-hmm. Stunkley it's, Hubert. It's, it, it's from the Krusty the Crown's Clown School of Comedy, man. It's true. Kookamanga. Uh, yep. um, so uh, yes, Stunkley Hubert, um, who's just he's just uh, he works in the produce section of the local grocery store. Oh, just a real. <laughs> wimpy dude oh but you know what he's so pure though he gets excited every time the yeah he's it's like he works at a grocery store but he has a really great mental attitude and he's really nice to everybody who comes in terrible physical attitude but great mental attitude oh he's out of shape like you read about (laughs) all his his body weight is distributed in a way that makes no sense no uh but he's like skinny in the stomach but he got a fat arm you know what i mean just the ones big yeah and you're like, it's weird, but it's he makes it work. Yeah, um, he's just got really weird body fat distribution. Like his <laughs> his collarbones have a lot of padding on him for some reason. It's as, as if he's uh, uh, has football padding on almost. It's like he's a, he's a stretch Armstrong that somebody is squeezing in That's a few a, different spots. Overstretched and never got back to its original shape. Um, yeah, like the like the beads got bad. It's like if you found an <laughs> '80s stretch Armstrong in 2020 and stretched it, and then go, oh no. Guys, you ever get one of those stretch Armstrong with the bads be- with the bad beats? <laughs> those bad beats? The bad beats? Um, so he's, he's so you great. stretch it and you just hear the beads go, uh. oh, oh, oh no. Um <laughs> Oh the bad bead. Oh no. Oh, I'm full of the bad beads. Uh he's he's great. It's a very though. cursed toy. <laughs> it's very fucked up. Um he's great though. He uh every time the little uh thunderstorm thing that spritzes the the uh, greens comes on avocados he loves it he's always excited about it he's always like joking with customers like oh storms are brewing <laughs> and like yeah he's getting sort of different um reactions from the customers like there's an older lady who thinks it's just delightful every uh, time he loves does it, it. Yeah. but then there's also some like shitty millennial guy who's just like who gives him a stink face and walks away yeah and he's like where's your organic section yeah, yeah that's I what he my, says. I need my kale crisps. Yeah. Hey, these kales are soggy. Where's the crisp <laughs> kales? I need them baked into chips and covered in parmesan. Why can't why can't I just buy those in the produce section? It shouldn't it all be in one place? Yeah, well it doesn't make any sense. Why do I have to go to the chip and snack section for what is ostensibly a vegetable that's just been dehydrated? Doesn't make any I, sense. I've never pleased anyone. <laughs> It's never I, happened. I got close ones, and then I started talking about this mid-coitus. Because, honestly, it's more important. Yeah, more important than the nut. Anyway, <laughs> I'm out of here. Um, and that guy gets hit by a truck, and it's great. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which, it's funny, because you thought getting hit by a truck would be how we would send Stankly to the next world, but no, that's not how it happens. It's just how people die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's It's just bad safety. And this world is just how you die. Uh, so Stunkley, Stunkley has, uh, Stunkley has a bit of a day and maybe, uh, his boss, his boss comes down on him. He's like, oh, hey, Mr. Uh, Georgerson. Oh, Mr. Georgerson goes, uh, hey, Stunkley, 
can I get you in my office for a minute? Uh, I'm, tr- I'm holding in a poop real bad. <laughs> yeah, I've, I got a time. I also swallowed some tiny cantrips. Um, <laughs> just, just real gargly. Sounds like the throat's torn apart. Uh, he's like, oh, Stunkley, you're one of my my best and oldest employees, and I hate to do this to you, Stunkley, but uh, we we got to let you go. We got to let you go. We go. We got to. <laughs> Corporate brought down some uh, new mandates, and uh, we just gots to let you go. Stunkley's like, but Mr. Georgerson, I love my job, and it's it's all I have. <laughs> it would it would sound less. Uh, it would sound a little bit better if you didn't say gotsta, if you just ha- if you said something more professional sounding. Yeah, I'm you're sorry. putting on like a a really weird dialect here that I don't understand. I'm sorry, that's we got the letter from corporate and it it's said It just we, has his to happenses. We we gots to let's you goeses. It's like, are you okay? It's like, no, I'm constantly having a stroke. I was um, gargling sand before this. <laughs> um, is that, there's like we They told me it would chase the bugs out. There's there's one of those uh one of those sand timers just broken in half on his desk. So like an like, hourglass that he's yeah, just yeah, snapped in the middle. I don't know why during this show I can't recall what anything is called. I'm like one of those sand timers. Yeah, it's an you hourglass. Know, you know the the time beach bottle. Yeah, he's just he's just like I got curious about the insides. And one side of the hourglass, there like one is empty, but one, one still has sand in it. One says morning and one says evening. Like he's going to try it again later. Oh, you know, different times feel differently. You take some medicines in the morning. Anyway, I like the night sand better. We got to let you go. <laughs> uh, so so um, you see Stunkley like walking dejectedly out the front door of the, oh, of the grocery store. It's right raining. before right before this. So he does say now, Stunkley, because you've been with us for so long, you can take one of your favorite produce items with you for free <laughs> produce only produce no only. pre-packaged items you, you can't go get uh, any of those goldfish crackers or even even like the bags with like the bell peppers already in them no, it's gotta nope. be like free range one thing <laughs> out in the open kissed by god's lips <laughs> which is what i call the thunderstorm machine <laughs> we call it god's lips and they are wet you can take one thing but then you gots to go. Okay, so what does he want? Uh, I, it's, it's, he loves I assume this is it's important. A, I mean, it might be. I just want to give us something to maybe be important, okay, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever his favorite produce item is. I don't know. Maybe okay. he takes a zucchini or something. or A, a zucchini. Or like, a, um, I'm trying to think, like, what's, the, what's a weirder item to take from um, a produce section? Like a, a bulb of garlic or uh, like a... a, a Persian lime or a butternut squash. Um. Oh yeah, butternut squash is a little bit. There's just like there's so many like syllables to the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of those are fine. I don't think it matters. It right, just takes great. his favorite zucchini. Just, it is. Oh, okay. Great. Um. Oh, fun fact. I was cutting zucchinis today. They uh, produce a slime that will make your fingers feel like you've put super glue on them and dry them up, and it'll turn your finger numb. Didn't know that about zucchini. I didn't either. Yeah, it was really weird in Alien. Anyway, so he takes a slimy zucchini. Um, oh, just a wet ass, like the the storm machine just finished. Oh, yeah, it's glistening. Uh, he takes it home, uh, goes to his tiny apartment. Um, feeds and his cat. Feeds his cat. His cat freaks out because cats don't like how zucchinis look. The internet has taught us this plenty. 
If you yeah. put a zucchini, put the zucchini down, the cat, down on the counter, the it'll cat freak out. kills itself. Yeah, the cat jumps up into the air and then kills itself midair. Yeah, uh, it's, it's so actually terrifying. kind of impressive. Yeah, I mean, they're amazing creatures. Um, like everything's going bad for Stunkley today. Yeah, it's really, really rough. Um, and so he's um, he falls asleep in front of the TV watching, like, card sharks on Game Show Network. Yeah, maybe uh, did he did he throw like a did he throw the zucchini into a pot of boiling water to make some zucchini stew <laughs> ah, to make the old zook soup? Oh, the old zook soup. Um, and maybe he fell and he's asleep. singing the zook soup riot while he's doing it. It's just like a cute little thing. He's like zook soup riot. Riot. Um, man, what a summer that was. Uh, he, he maybe <laughs> the falls summer asleep. of zucchini. The summer of zucchini. Maybe he falls asleep while it's uh, while it's cooking. Mm-hmm. He falls asleep to watching the Game Show Network. It's, uh, I don't know, Joker's yep. Wild or something else along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and something... We the need to pot get begins to, like, bubble menacingly. Yes. And uh, you see the zucchini just sort of, like, bobbing up and down in the water. I'm doing, like, a wiggly thing with my hands as if it becomes uh, floppy like a worm. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think, like, this is... We'll do it in this classic crappy sci-fi way oh, sorry so, like, i just had a thought that just we just never go to that fantasy world <laughs> we just see a man's sad life after this incredible like world spanning <laughs> war scene and then we, we just, just watch a guy have his worst day ever and then the never, movie's over no truly he, he, when he uh when he dies he's put in a crystal coffin that's what the movie's about all right thanks everybody for your welcome yeah. hollywood all right bye <laughs> So I think the, the zucchini starts, like, sliming up the water. Yeah. Or maybe, ooh, how about this? How about this, Ruben? Mm-hmm. While he was um, picking the zucchini up at the supermarket out of the, yes. the, the storm machine, we see there's a bug on it that we don't recognize oh. as a bug. Like, it's mm. a weird bug. Yeah. So when he gets home. Is it a big bad beetle? Uh, no. Okay. Not, no, that, it's a different one. It's, okay. it's like a strange, like glowing blue bug or something like something oh, okay. that makes a, it very clear that it's not earthly. Has some bioluminescence. So he, yeah. So when he's making his zook uh, soup, um, the bug is in the water as well. Yeah. And so uh, you see it like burrow into the zucchini as it's cooking. And then like the zucchini splits open and it creates this like slime that starts bubbling up out of the pot, uh-huh. which uh, creeps across the floor and into mm-hmm. the like outlet that the TV's plugged into. Mm-hmm. And then out of his TV, like he starts, it starts glowing brighter and brighter and brighter. And just as he opens his eyes and he's like, Chuck Woolery, <laughs> um, a giant ray of light blasts out of the TV engulfing him. Yeah. When the, when the ray goes away, uh, all that's left are his slippers, <laughs> <laughs> his little bunny slippers that he has. <laughs> yeah, it's great. That he put on when he came in the door just to show you how sad and lame he is. Oh, it's a great it's a great little joke. It lets us know he's not there anymore. Yeah. And we're like, is he vaporized? Yeah. Is he dead? And he is. It's the end of the movie. No, he is (laughs) transported to a a completely new world. That world we saw at the top of the film. Um, Oh, oh my goodness. Really? Well, you know, I don't want to be too uh, uh, predictable. Um but I do think, so for me, this posits then that, uh, which is great for world building purposes, this world now is one that is heavily about, I think there's an integration of like uh, plant life and bug life and like Bug life, buddy. Uh, dude, a bug's life? <laughs> Big ups to the man upstairs for that one. <laughs> dude, damn, thanks God for a bug's life. Dennis Hopper playing a grasshopper? Fucking genius. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's way better than you know 
other ants with yeah. a Z. Man, spell it right. Anyway, so so this guy Sistine like, Chapel, go f yourself, dude. Michael Angelo, suck your own fat cock. We know it's big. Dennis Hopper in a Bug's Life, playing Hopper? a mean ass grasshopper. Grasshopper inspired. Anyway, so this guy falls out of a portal, and I think it's like probably like a, a not as big, but like a kind of a Stargate ring. But again, it's like it's all vines. Like this whole fantasy world we're seeing is like all plant life. And uh, mm-hmm. like plant life mixed with like some like minor technology looking stuff, um, just to make sense of why the amalgamation. I mean, of yeah, they had ships and, and weapons and stuff at the beginning, so for sure, brah. Um, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, so he, he I, I think it's funny. Like he's still positioned as if he's sitting in his chair, and then he falls to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Like when he pops little comedy his, moment. When he pops through this portal, he is in sitting position. Uh, (laughs) and i think immediately we see like two and he's got to have a stupid line where he's like i didn't know card sharks could do that (laughs) wow uh wow no whammies huh next time i'll spring for first class (laughs) 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 i'll get a little mimosa before i take off in a cookie man deal or no deal am i right (laughs) oh boy who wants to be a million theirs yeah don't touch howie mandel he doesn't like it um, so <laughs> Mark Summers, also famous germaphobe. I know a lot about game show hosts and their neuroses. All these game show hosts have OCD? Weird, huh? Anyway. I mean, I um, guess it makes sense. They take a job standing, you know, 30 feet away from the people playing the game. I guess I Alex just, Trebek gets up pretty close, and, you know, Richard Dawson did kiss a lot of people. But. Uh, Trebek gets up. Oh, Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak's just up in there. He's in your grill. Oh, um, you can't and, get rid of Pat Sajak. He just he just goes on these long tangents about game shows. <laughs> we and talks we to see himself. two feet step into frame, and we mm-hmm. have a low camera angle up towards them, and they're obviously some sort of like Praetorian guard uh, looking people for for mm-hmm. this um, this like avian. I think the the uh, weeby de- de- the weeby deebies <laughs> the weeby deebies. Great. Oh man, and you, you thought us saying Gotsto was going to be the weirdest part of this consistently. Um, nope. The we the weeby deebies, and so they bring him to uh, they bring him to the king. They're like pointing like energy spears at him. You yeah, know, like they look like they look like wooden like, sort of tribalish handle, but with like a, a laser beam scythe on the end. Yeah, it's like a it's like a cool like wooden handle with like vines on it, basically. But yeah, a cool, sort of like, like intricately shape. decorated with carvings. Yeah, it's very dope. Um, uh, frankly, this movie looks much better than it sounds or d- is. Um, so <laughs> a lot like Avatar, really. Uh, it's just just Avatar, guys. Um, so uh, they they pick him up and they take him to the king. I think. Yeah, and it, you know what's funny? That got in my head. I don't think we ever said the Weeby Deebies were blue, but I imagine that they were because of Avatar. So let's they're give like them a, a different color. They're like oh okay, uh, so purple. Not blue is what you're, oh they're making purple, oh, like a lilac, like a oh. nice easy on the eyes purple. Looking like that purple drink. Um, so these these weebies looking like lavender ice cream. Ooh, they know how to lean. Um, so they take him to the king mm-hmm. of uh, this whole group, and then they immediately are uh, they're interrogating him. Uh, where, where where do you come from, traveler? And he's like Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Newark. We don't know where that. Is. And they have British accents because anything that's like alien does. Uh, for some yeah, reason. it's a it's yeah, a weird British get, accent. Though, in order to make there. them like the good guys, they have to be British. Um, and so I think they. Uh, so or there's like are a. They? They're trying to suss. Well, that's that's exactly what I want to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to suss out like if this guy's a threat. Um, 
And I think it becomes quickly clear, like, it's so obvious he's not a threat. Yeah, it's like, Stunkley of Newark. <laughs> welcome to the home of the Weeby Deebies. You gave him that, like, welcome. Welcome to the home of the Weeby Deebies. Uh, welcome. We are, yeah. we are the true rulers of this land. Yeah, the uh, true, once an, it, again, big Native American metaphor being jammed in for no reason. Oh, uh, it's very weird. It's like, all you see around you is our land, and, and while you are here, you are more than welcome to partake of it as you see fit. Yeah, like, they're not introducing him to the threat yet, no. right? They're, they're um, just letting him sort of live among them and, you know, see what they're like. But um, I think what happens... Oh, we should point out, like, they're looking for people, right? So, like, yes. right as they're going to bring Stunkley in, like, one of their guards comes in and is like, you know, Sire, one of the messenger beetles has brought back a traveler. I know you said one of the guards. My brain was like, one of the gourds. Am I right, guys? Yeah, <laughs> pumpkin just rolls through the, the British, arch. right? Of the uh, maybe that's like the one thing that they're like, uh, they have like these uh, amazing, beautiful, massive fields of vegetables that uh, Stunkley's never seen before. Oh my he's, God. He's, so yeah, like they, um, he, he's, he's learning their village. He's just walking around and, you know, he's seeing like people cooking up strange foods in, you know, large bubbling pots and uh, street vendors selling uh, meat on a stick. But the meat is a creature you've never seen before. Classic sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's being led around by these incredible practical effect puppet versions of the Weeby Deebies, of course. Oh, they look like, they look great. And I would say it's like I would like I ILM this, was involved. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to make this bigger than an I like a, a village. Right. I think this is like a, a big like civilization. A nation. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're they're advanced um, to some degree. Um, and so do they do they have like flight? Like are they taking him like around the capital in this um, like floating maybe, thing or maybe not flight yet but they are just like this is a uh they have built upon this ground quite a bit like they are right. fairly advanced they're not um, yeah we're not we're not taking it all the way back to them being like technologically inferior or anything like that totally um so so uh, they're showing him around and they're like uh feel free uh, what what would you like to do here in our kingdom uh what's what's your greatest desire and he's he like does... your game show network <laughs> Ah, uh, do you guys have uh, Joker's Wild, but not the Snoop Dogg one, like the original one? I'll, uh, I'll settle for Hollywood Squares. Oh, dude, it's, I'll take Center Square. <laughs> Am I right, guys? And they're like, yeah, it's Don't. usually Bruce Valanche. Or no, uh, who who was always Center Square? Was it Paul Lind? Uh, Paul Lind? Yeah, the Bruce Valanche was frequently on the show. Um, <laughs> Uh, so they're just like, oh, we don't know what you speak of, but we do find it very entertaining. Oh, you have to use the classic. We know not of this card sharks of which you speak. Yeah, we know not of these shows or this Bruce Valanche, but we'd love to know him. And he's like, nah, you really wouldn't anyway. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> no one's really <laughs> cares. Um, so, does anyone truly know Bruce Valanche? You know what I mean? I, I mean, he just seems like he's such a character. How could you possibly get to know the real him? Like, I can't imagine him turning it off when he gets home. No, I'm sure it causes so many problems in his relationship. Can you imagine just, like, waking up and seeing that? I mean, goddamn. I mean, he's a, he's a guy. He's got a lot going on. Anyway. Yeah, he, look, he looks like, like if instead of David Lee Roth decided to be in Van Halen, like, if instead he went to MIT. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just, like, sagely nodding at like, him. Mm, just like, mm, this, yes. it, this Valanche, he is your king? <laughs> Yes, if very few of the words you said are things we could possibly understand. Um, so I think uh, what we do get is we get him 
uh, he's like he's loving it. They're treating him so well. Um, they have a banquet in his honor. If you're going, and he's like he's loving all these like weird new foods and veggies, and uh, they are like, well, if you are going to stay here, we do just ask that you become a, a, a part of our society uh, and, and a contributing member. So please take take of any job you would like, anything you you seem fit for. And he's just like, well, I I like vegetables, <laughs> and I like I saw you guys have quite quite the many interesting uh, farms, and I would Ooh, just so- love to go tend the fields. What if, um, just to sort of like kick us forward a little bit? Yeah. Um, he does, he, he says that to them and he's like, like, you know, for example, I like that we've given him our stupid guy voice. Yeah. Um, uh, but he's like, for example, fun, like I've, I've never seen one of these before or one of these and they're naming him like, oh, that is a, a sleek pod and a, a yes, a, a juji bean. Um, but then when he gets to one, he goes, you know, what's funny. This is kind of looks like a zucchini and they all like oh, zucchini. The zucchini. He knows of the zucchini. You know zucchini. He's like, yeah, we got. Yeah, it. like this is super important. I love, I love the zook soup. And they're just and he, like the soup. He knows the soup. <laughs> he knows, and he starts singing zook soup, right? And they're like, they know the. That's song. our national yeah. anthem. It's very weird. <laughs> He's like, you guys had the cherry pop and daddies too, and they're like, they are gods. That's our pantheon. <laughs> the cherry pop and daddies. Have you not noticed that we're all dressed in oversized suits with long tails? <laughs> well, it's like they used to. Or maybe that's their battle uniform. <laughs> their battle uniform it's is a suit, suit, like a suit yellow suits. suit with like they all look like they're Jim Carrey in the mask. Yeah. Oh uh, God. Or like who's the animated cat who was in the Paula Abdul videos? DJ Scat Cat. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he wore a zoot suit at one point in one of those videos. Probably. Anyway. So they're like, oh my God, this is he's the one. This is a yes. prophecy. Um. So but please, you must lead us. And I think he's like. Well, as long as I get some okay. time, as long, okay. As long as I get some time in the field, just like doing my thing. So, they, like they take him to this, um, this secretive like holy chamber, right? Ooh. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where you ha- where you do all the the exposition. So uh-huh. they roll aside, you know, this great stone covering on a table, and there's all these like carvings and blueprints and stuff, and they lay it all out for him. You know, our people uh, began as the stewards of this land, and for millennia, all was peaceful. It's a, it's like I, even more visually stunning when they move that stuff aside. I think it's like, um, it's a bed of like, uh, like what is basically magnetic sand. And so as you're telling the story, the sand is like animating all of these things that are happening. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Just to make it really cool and magical. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, it's like the mummy where the, yes. the sand becomes the big face, but we're yes. using it for different purposes. For history. <laughs> yeah. For fake history, we're making yeah. up education so it was like for hundreds and you know thousands and thousands of years we were we were the as far as we knew we were the only ones in this world and we cultivated the land and we made better the you know the lives of all of our people and uh so on and so forth right until one day we were attacked by the boner skulls (laughs) he's like i'm sorry what yeah i don't know if like on your planet those words mean different things but like in my world, what you just said is quite funny. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh yes, well they they have um they adorn themselves with with bones and they put them uh, uh, adorn their heads with them." So we've called them the bonus ghosts. <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make it any less funny to me to understand. They're like they have taken to adorning their heads with our own skulls as helmets, and he's just like, that's like a Pokemon thing too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's a real Cubone ass shit going on. And they're here. like, we don't know your shit. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry. Respect to our culture. You're a guest here. Oh, uh, and I do. I do think. To, like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come in here and start putting my stuff on you guys. It's just, you guys just got so excited about the zucchini thing. I, I got too comfortable too fast. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm I'm code switching a little bit right here, and I didn't mean to. <laughs> He's, he um <laughs> he. I think like and I think in this history, it's not like overt, but the way they word some things about like um about like how they took over the land and made it better, how they civilized a, a barbaric nation, mm-hmm. how they did these things. There is like these hints where it's like, oh, that that's that sounds a little bit, hmm, hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit, it's not well, over. No, it's the beginning of the movie, so I think you do it as if it was completely... Um, yes, I don't think anyone re- reacts that way. It's like that thing where if you like later you think back to it and you go, and you go oh, yeah, uh, the yeah, way yeah. they worded that was kind of weird. Yeah, a little sinister. Yeah. So and they're like, you know, prophecy says that there will be a great warrior. Um, they have they've stolen our greatest weapon and artif- artifact, the crystal box. Yeah. Um, it was what allowed us. It's like the source of our technological power. It's what has allowed us to remain um, flourishing as a, a society for all these years. Yeah, a studio. And he's like, yeah, that's also, you know what? No, I'm not going to speak out of turn. <laughs> you guys will know him. <laughs> you don't, they're like, they're like Phil Collins? Oh no, we've got him. Yeah, they all, they all, do, 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 do. <laughs> that's like their, um, their great military salute is just like stomping their feet and pounding <laughs> on their chest to the tune of the drum fill in, in the air tonight. <laughs> And he's like, I don't understand the rules. Yeah, I don't understand how you guys know who Phil Collins is. They're like, we've been searching all over your world. We have not found our great warrior until you. But Phil Collins, I mean, come on. Genesis is a great band, right? Oh, I mean, he came close. Someone with so so talented and so much charisma, we thought he must have been a warrior. He wasn't the last. Yeah, the Tarzan soundtrack? Give me a break. Oh, I cried. I, Um, I, I took my kids to it, but I really took me to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, it's like I I wanted to go to the movies and they wanted to see a movie. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to pick something that they can enjoy that I will still yeah. enjoy in a little small way. Oh, this is for you guys, but really it was for me. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten to the point where really they're making kids movies for adults now anyway. And they're just like putting in a sidekick so the kids will like it. And he's like, can I go get your box back? <laughs> I'm just, well, that crystal box. Uh, so he's he's charged with going to the, the land of the boner skulls and getting the crystal box back. Every time they say this, he titters a little bit. Yeah, it like it never stops being funny. <laughs> um, and so he's like, you know, okay. They give him, they give him like a guide. They give him someone to help him well, through the wilderness, right? Oh yeah. And also, I think like his motivation here has got to be that you know he's he's been such a loser his whole life that he yes. finally gets to be important. Yeah, so he really takes it up. It's Stunky's time to shine. Yeah, I'll do it. And so, uh, yeah, he's given a guide. And of course, we need this to be the like the smoke show female alien. Oh, for sure. Like it's we're going by tropes here. Right. So like this has to be like almost a princess type that he's definitely going to catch feelings for. Uh, and like when he sees her, uh, he's like, oh, she is beautiful, but she's like their strongest warrior. So she like immediately is very violent towards him. Yeah. She just kicks him right in the taint. <laughs> yeah. Not even the nuts. No, she, she goes. He, she's so tall that she bypasses the nuts, gets under. She's very perfectly bypasses the nuts completely and yeah. just splits him right down the middle. Yeah. She's um, he's just, ah, my grundle. I think I'm in love. <laughs> You've swept me off my feet literally by kicking me three feet into the air by the gooch. 
you've crushed my taint. <laughs> Let's get married. Um, There's a crater there. You've, you've she extended thinks, my b-hole by two inches. She thinks he's trash. She doesn't. You gave me an episiotomy, <laughs> and I'm a guy. Oh man, more like an episiotomy. Am I right? Yeah, and she's like, butt. I don't understand. My butthole, my peel are the same hole now. <laughs> yeah, I ripped up the whole underside of my ween. Oh, the undercarriage got stripped off, and she's just like, "Could we just please go? <laughs> I would like to go now." It's like I and went to the dealership and they undercoated me. <laughs> She doesn't buy it. She doesn't buy the. She doesn't buy the prophecy. She's just like this is the thing she's tasked. This to is do the classic. Yeah, like, I'm being tasked by essentially leading this child to his certain death. She's a soldier, so she follows the order, right? Yep. So we have uh, they go out into the wilderness, and I think is where we see like all the weird creatures and like this is where this is where like the Jim Henson workshop really gets its work done, right? As we see all these oh, yeah. like weird little puppety creatures, and because they're Henson creations, like none of them can be as big. Really, as uh, the like the only big Muppets that I can think of are like Snuffleupagus and Big Bird, right? Like most of them are fairly small. Yeah. So it's all these little like hand puppeteered creatures that are like hiding behind rocks. So you can't see where the puppeteers are. <laughs> he goes, he goes like, I, I got to use a little boy's room. He goes to take a, a shit in the woods. And when he, when he poops, he turns around and nothing's there. And he's like, oh, what happened? Um, and she's like, oh, you've been visited by a turd burglar. <laughs> And then you see like a little like uh, bipedal like lizard running looking, away, holding yeah. holding his his poop log like it like it's a sack of flour. It's like a little frilled necked lizard just yeah. like running away. But with, yeah, with it's so big. Log. It's like he's carrying like a like a punching bag, and he just yes. runs it back into his little burrow, and you just hear munching sounds. Yes, if you if you're not munching. careful, they'll they'll get the poop directly from the source. So you're lucky this time. Yeah, that's why I extended your anus so that it would fall out quicker. <laughs> It was all part of the plan. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, they're going through and um, they make camp for the first night. Yeah. Right. They've got a fire going. She yeah. she sparks it with some laser thing. Just we got to keep our little bit of advanced technology in here. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And so um, they they he, he sort of like is grilling her about stuff while she's trying to sleep. Like she yeah. doesn't want to deal with him. Wait. So you guys don't have any game shows? Like, I mean, I would settle for something as, like a family feud. That's barely I mean, a okay. game. Do you guys play games? Do you guys have like, if I, if I like spun a wheel and there was a word you didn't know the letters to and you, like, could we just play that game? And she's like, at first she's really standoffish, but then he like teaches her what a game is. Maybe that is yeah. something that like the weebie don't have. Right? Yes. Yes, I don't. Um, <laughs> he's like, okay, so it's here. I'm going to, I'm going to draw on the sand. Here's all these faces, and the category is thing. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, where do I even start? Okay, so you got you got 26 letters, all right? All right, and every time that you guess a wrong one, I put another leg on the guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a weird amalgamation of Wheel of Fortune and Hangman. <laughs> it's one, I've been trying to pitch this to GSN for a while. I've always wanted to be Vanna White. Anyway... <laughs> I, it's not a gender thing. It's it's just like, you know, I want I just want to spin the tiles. I, I just want to hang out with Pat. <laughs> he seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Say, Jack, come on. Uh, so like so. he teaches her the magic of of games. Yeah. At the campfire um, that night. And when they wake and up, they do look at it, they have a moment where like their faces get a little too close and there's a shared look. And then it's like, oh, I'm sorry. And they look away. 
Yeah. And he's like, ah, I'm just trying, we got to accelerate this a little bit. The word was cheeseburger. Done. Um, She's like, what is cheeseburger? And he's like, I can show you. And they almost kiss. And I don't know why that line made any sense, but it's in the script. It's weird. Yeah. Um, So they wake up and what they wake up to is spears in their faces. Um, With two big bad boner skulls. Oh, the boner skulls are here and they take them away. Um, So now is is she already gone? Uh, no, I think I think they both immediately get captured here. Okay, um, just to speed things along, they get captured here, and I think uh, uh, as they're being brought in, she's like telling him all these stories, and like maybe the night before she was also telling him. There was it, like, it was a it was it was a twenty minute sequence, yeah, with like him teaching bar- her games, her telling him a bunch of history of the Weebie DBs and how are these all these barbaric things that the Boner Skulls do, what they're like, like just like, all these like awful awful things. Um, and yeah. so they get captured, and he's just like, oh, man, they're going to piss in our eye sockets. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. They're um, pissing our eye sockets, then use our, our skulls as a vessel to boil their own piss, and then drink their yeah. own piss, and then piss out their own piss back into someone else's eyes. It's a, it's a cycle that never ends. It's like my ocular socket's going to be a shot glass for piss. <laughs> bottoms up, am I right? Yeah. More he's like trying to make the best bottoms. of a bad situation. <laughs> And she's like, verily, that's what will happen. Verily? Um, yeah, verily, that's what will happen. She's They're very like, high-spoken. Well, you know. These weeby-deebies. Um, these weeby-deebies. And they they get uh, they get to uh, what is like the boner skull. Uh, oh, castle boner skull? Castle, oh, by the power of castle boner skull. They get thrown into a dungeon. They're worried for the worse. And yet, what they see uh, when they come to be questioned about everything, they're not tortured. Um, things are actually like pretty chill they're still captured and it sucks but like you know what i think they need to get split up. as a think oh okay great i think Let's they need that. to get split up here they're taken to separate chambers because mm-hmm. what i what i like here is uh you know he's like do do your worst you filthy boner skull i know what you're gonna do uh <laughs> yeah hey let me pop my eye i'll give you a head start yeah and one, they're just looking like what? one lump or two for your piss tea yeah, I hope you've been drinking all day and have enough piss to... F- I got huge eye sockets. <laughs> I've got massive orbits. <laughs> so I hope you got enough juice. Each one of my each one of my eye sockets is like a grande latte. <laughs> they go deceptively far back like a shrimp. That's like 16 ounces. Yeah, oh. you can you piss two pints, big buddy? And they're like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, we don't know what you're talking about. Whatever. Um... So, yeah, he talk, he he says, like, give them back the crystal box. Um, I, I'm a warrior who's been sent to destroy your barbaric civilization. And, of course, this is where we have the turnaround where it's like, oh, no, they're they're the ones who took our land. Mm-hmm. You, you've been lied to by the Weebies. Yes. And, and we can I, th- I think it would have to be and we can <clears throat> prove it. They would have to show something to prove it for sure. Yeah. So maybe they've got like. I don't know. Do they have like a holographic projector or? Well, I think that their technology is not as intense, right? Ooh, um, I know. I like. Crystal... Hey, how about this? Mm-hmm. Um, just so it's something that he can't um, deny, right? So that yeah, it can't be like you're making that up. Uh, they tell him about this great war that's been waged between the two civilizations for a while, hundreds of years ago. Um, and and to this day, they're still fighting, right? Mm-hmm. And so. Um, they're like, if you don't believe this, let us show you. And they take him down a hallway and they open these massive double doors. And it's like an infirmary of walking wounded um, war casualties. Mm-hmm. So it's all these boner skulls, but like arms blown off, faces disfigured, you know, all all cut by the laser spears of the Weeby Deebies. Mm-hmm. Um, so like everything's sort of cauterized off. Yeah, yeah. But it's still terrible. 
you're seeing injured boner skull women, injured boner skull children. Oh, um, man, the babies. Oh, no, not the boner babies. <laughs> um, bonerettes, I guess you would call them. Um, so, like, you can see the, like, the horrifying toll that that this, you know, the noble weebie-deebies have been Save. thrusting upon the boner skulls. Yeah, the, the boner skulls are like we've lost so so very much of our land. We've been pushed to the very very edge of this of this uh, country of this nation. Yeah, just because um, we're different, they think we're barbaric. Yes, um, it's it's because that because we're smaller than them, they think we're weaker than them. Because we don't have their technology, they think we don't deserve it. Yeah, and um, and Stunkley's just like, oh man, egg on my face. God, I I was about to do something terrible. Yeah, I was I was here to come get the crystal box from you. I, I think, think I was about to do a genocide on you guys. <laughs> there, there, there's a uh, their voices become hushed, like the crystal box. He, they the he box, knows box, of the crystal the box. box. They're like, we have the crystal box, but we don't know how to open it. Yeah, it's a it's something of like the like kind of like the the magic from it is gone. For or if, or if it was like this is their 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 greatest weapon. If they ever get their hands on it again, we're dead. Like yeah. they will use it to destroy our entire civilization. Uh, and I think um we I think we also just need like whoever's been explaining this to them. I think is our anchor character or like our our character that we use for relating to for the boner skulls. Oh yeah, um, the, their chief of his whatever. name is uh, Dipthong. Um, oh, Dipthong Boner Skull. Diphthong boner, yeah. They, all of their last names are boner skull because they are one big family, truly. Yeah, it's it's a very tribal sort of thing. <laughs> um, yes. So he, this is like when, um, but, but it's all like diphthong boner skull of Wiener Valley. Like there's different different little subsets <laughs> of Wiener Valley Ranch. Um, <laughs> so, this movie is sponsored by Wiener Valley Ranch dressing. So I think we got just got to the point of like figuring out how to use this crystal box to to take. Take on the weeby deebies. Yeah, well, um, it's like uh, he's like, well, that's they're looking for it. They're gonna they're gonna come looking. Like as long as you guys have that thing, you're not gonna be safe. And they're like, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. If as long as we do have it, uh, we are safe because they can't use it against us. And he's like, they're it's, gonna be coming. Stunkley's just like, well, sounds like you got no options. Well, here. real catch twenty two. Guess I'll leave. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know what I mean? <laughs> this, you know, the, or what if he does? They like, wait a minute. This is exactly like the Monty Hall problem from Let's Make a Deal. <laughs> if you choose to stay with the box, yeah. then there's a, now there's a 66% chance they'll come and wipe you out. But if you switch I mean, to getting rid of the box, you could have the dollar or you or sorry, you could have the penny or the million dollars. I mean, do you stick with door number one or do you yeah. switch over to door number three? The statistics say switch. Uh, always. Uh, <laughs> so I think let's make a deal. Any winks? And they're like, "What was that?" And uh, like, trust he, me, we do a classic. Like he winks at the camera and expects the scene to end, but it doesn't. Yeah, and he's like, "I'll keep your people out of jeopardy." And he winks. Um, <laughs> looks like your fortunes about to, or things are about to get real. A fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. He's trying to do like a cool pun, but he just can't. Like he's not cool he's, enough. He's just whiffing every single one so bad. Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> that was like you didn't even try. We don't have the concept of money in our civilization. He's like, oh no, <laughs> you can't oh. have game shows without money. Wait, <laughs> that, you guys don't have Regis Philbin. 
<laughs> very upset by this. So I think he's like, this is still, no matter what, yeah, no matter how dumb and stupid this moment is for him, he still has half the plan. I think that plan is to like act as if he's, uh, they've given up, uh, well, uh, that he's, he's able yeah, to give I think, up. I think he's got to use his game show knowledge here a little bit. Right. So what? I mean, I think the switch is, I think that was enough, right? The switch, the let's make a deal switch. Okay. Yeah. 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 So maybe he's like, I have an idea. And then <laughs> hey, we cut to, do you guys have any sand and fire? <laughs> and they're like so much. <laughs> well then let's get started. <laughs> and we see this like you do the the build uh sequence right where we see yep. them like fortifying boner skull castle and we see them like building you know the great siege weapons are being rolled to the front gates and we see um you know them like filling up the bubbling oil cauldrons and build it but they're also building something that we don't see what it, what it totally is right mm. does he does he send uh do they send um did we name the the warrior? Did we give her a name? We never did. Yeah, because um, we're two dudes writing a movie, and we forgot to name the lady. That's what happens. Uh, what's her, what's her name? Um, I, I mean, we said she's princess like, right? Like a warrior princess, so she's got to yeah. have a pretty regal name. Uh, uh princess. Um, <laughs> princess Tiger Shark. <laughs> okay, I'm down. Let's go, Princess Tiger Shark. Yeah. Um, she's not a princess though. Her name just happens to be Princess Tiger Shark. Yeah. Um. So the in the plan, he's like, "Here's what you got to do." Is she on his side, or is she like, does she know what he just found out and was secretly? I think coming I think as she's, a bad actor. I think she's on his side. No, I think that she didn't know, and she found out about this whole okay. thing. I think she didn't know about the history. Okay, so or, she was with him at that time, and then that's fine. Yeah, and but I think what they do is he's like, you got to go back and tell them that I've been captured. Um, like you have to get them. To, I need you to, to betray to... your own people. <laughs> <laughs> and for for a stranger, you barely know who based, is by all based means... on one accusation and a bunch of hurt people in a room. I really need you to trust me on this one. If you'll if you'll throw it all away for one disappointing man like millions of movies before. <laughs> Look, this is how it works. This is how it works every time. And so I'm like, not worth this, but I'll do it. I'm really hoping that. Oh, OK. <laughs> well, maybe she's like, she's like, you're not. But Diphthong is. And she gives Diphthong a long look. Oh, and Diphthong's just like, uh-huh. Oh, um, so, oh I'm going to get me that. OK. Uh, so yeah, she goes and she like tells him this lie and she's like, she's like, they've captured them, but I've, I was able to surveil their kingdom. Their, their defenses are useless and they have, they have the crystal box, but they have no use with it. They don't know how to use it. It's a perfect time to attack. You know, this is one of those, I'm going to re-retcon. Let's pretend that we don't know that she knows. So like she goes back and it looks like she's telling them like, I've done the, yes. I've done the recon. They've got the, the weak human. They have the crystal box. Let's go kill them all. We think right? she's betraying them. We think she's betraying them. Great. And so, so uh, the Weeby DB army fucking rolls up. Oh boy, do they. Um, oh, yeah, they're coming in like they're riding these like massive, uh, like uh, seahorses looking things. Well, you know what? No, because they're the technology society. So they, they sure. have like land crawlers of some like machines. Oh, and the great, boner great. skulls are riding large animals, like great, big, great. like alien elephants that are 20 feet tall and covered in scales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Ruben. <laughs> My boring. Hey, you? man, I just ate a lot of dinner. <laughs> so no, but they, they roll up and it's like, uh, you know, we have to have a big battle scene, right? Yeah. So all of the all of the uh, weebie deebies are in their resplendent zoot suits. 
Oh man, they look, they have feathers sticking out of their hats. It's fucking, it's so much. <laughs> Dude, it's dope. They look like they're about to go get some illegal alcohol. And they they are uh, stomping the the uh, the can you feel it in the air tonight drum solo as they march. Oh yeah, that's it's all Phil Collins songs being beat out by the war drummers in the background. <laughs> and it and it's it makes it so they have a very weird like um, marching gait to battle because you're like do 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 do. You just hear it on the horizon. Cuckoo 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 cuckoo. They look like they're almost prancing because of it. Yeah, they're sort of skipping in a weird way. And also, um, they've all got their, like, battle masks are just the mask from the movie The Mask. So oh, it's yeah. It's green terrifying. neoprene with giant teeth. <laughs> Ooh, I hate it. Uh, <laughs> it's scary. Uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, and then we like, we cut back to, like, um, Diphthong is standing by uh, uh, Stunkley, and he's like, I, I sure hope you know what you're doing. It's like, like, he's like I'm going to need really. some time. Yeah, I, I think so. So we do the classic, like, attack, and the, the well, sorry, first the Weebie-Deebies have to do the, like, give us the box, and they're just like, never. We'll never give you the crystal box. Yeah, um, and so it's like a giant battle ensues, right? Uh-huh. We see the classic, the two lines rush toward each other, and they collide, and we spend 20 goddamn minutes here just showing, like, intense Lord of the Rings-style up-close battle shots. Oh, it's rough. It's nasty. Yeah, people are losing heads, limbs. They're getting stabbed through eyeballs. Some of those eyeballs are peed in. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I mean, you know, it just happens sometimes. um, And as as this is happening, um, we see that, like, um, Princess Tiger Shark is, like, being a valiant (laughs) warrior. She's, uh, but you notice she's not killing any of the boner skulls. She's just, like, knocking them out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's she's actually sort of like making her way through the battlefield, uh, yeah. pretty determinedly towards towards the other side. And it, they're they're beating back the um, the boner skulls a little bit, but they're being held. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I think like um, what did we say was the leader's name of the Weebie Deebies? Mm. Uh, did we didn't give them a name? Did we? Oh, it was Diphthong. Uh, no, no, oh no, that was no, that was Diphthong Boner Skull. The, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think we gave a name to the Weebie Deebies leader. Didn't we? Okay. Um, well, let's just let's just call him um, Chorf. Ch- chorf. Yeah, like Chief, but Chorf. Uh, chorf from the Weebie Deebies. I like. Yeah, that. Chorf of the Weebie Deebie Clan. Um, so he like makes his way through the lines and he gets into the castle. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sees up on a pedestal is the crystal box, and he's like, yeah. "Aha! They've been defeated, and we're going to get our box back, and uh, we're going to destroy you all." Blah blah blah. He actually goes and he uh, he goes and grabs the box, and he like is like finally like uh, re- repeating the history of of uh, finishing the job that wasn't done by my ancestors of years ago. Um, and he goes to open the box, and nothing happens. Yeah, he opens the box, and uh, you just hear. Looking for this. There's a, there's a little comedic moment where he opens a box and then he closes it and like opens, opens it, again, it, closes clack, it clack, 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 like clack, clack. Trying to figure out what's wrong. What's going on. Yep. It's like, um, uh, it's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. The classic, like you hit the detonator and nothing and, happens and, it doesn't go. and you like yeah. click it a bunch of times until eventually something happens. Um, so you hear like looking for this and he looks down <laughs> and it's, um, Stunkley. And he's got the real crystal box mm-hmm. and uh, he hucks it over er, into a pit. Yeah. And then jumps down after it. So here's our here's our set piece, Ruben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is uh, Chorf goes down there and he's flanked by Princess Tiger Shark. 
Hell yeah. Who he still believes to be his most loyal lieutenant. But, but she's not. down there, there are three doors. Oh, shit. <laughs> door number one, door number two, and door number three. Duckley's just doing fucking game show music with his mouth. <laughs> and here's your host, Stunkley. <laughs> strides out wearing beautiful boner skull armor but also like a Pat Sajak suit they've sewn him together it's made out of skin but he's got a game show host suit on oh my god but it's brightly colored okay very so game show has gotta be like alright uh, you got a choice here you got door your beloved one. crystal box is behind either door number one door number two or door number three uh, what's behind those other doors that aren't the crystal box certain death <laughs> So uh, it's like, we're going to play it fair. If you pick the door of the crystal box, you can have it. You can walk away. You can kill all these people. I think Diphthong is just like, this is not, this is not, a. this isn't cool. (laughs) And hold on, I got this. (laughs) (laughs) Leaving the entire, my entire people's existence up to a game seems incorrect. No, I've watched enough game shows to know exactly how this is going to go. Yeah, I, I watched that movie, Quiz Game, Quiz, what is it called? You know, you You don't don't even know what it's called. (laughs) But it's about how they rigged that quiz show. So anyway, he says, uh, but if you, uh, sorry, gotta get me in this. But if you pick the wrong door, you give these people the land back that you took from them Uh and you leave this place. Yeah. And he's like, I could kill all of you right now. My army is right outside the gate. Why would I ever agree to this stupid game? Right. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I I thought you were like cooler than that. <laughs> I can't think he, appeals, he appeals to his desire to be cool. To yeah, be chill. Like, oh man, I do want to seem cool in front of my yeah, men. I don't, I don't want to seem like a real a real turd here. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll stay like, along. And he's like door number three. Mm-hmm. Stung is like okay. So here's the deal. I'm gonna <laughs> open one of the doors that doesn't have the crystal box behind it. Yeah. So he opens door number two. And an arrow shoots out, uh, narrowly missing Diphthong's head. Uh-huh. He's like, all right. And Diphthong is still just like, cool, this still sucks. Or like, sorry, uh, Chorf's head. Chorf's head. Chorf's head. Chorf's head. Okay, great, great, great. Um, and he's like, okay, so it's either door number one or door number three. You're going to stay or switch. This is the big moment, right? Because mm-hmm. he told the Boner Skulls earlier that there's only one right move. Oh, it's a switch. Always switch. Oh, it's a switch. Um, but I think Chorf gets too full of himself and he, he does the thing where he's just like, you think that you can fool me? I don't think that the crystal box is behind any of these doors. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, uh, that you ever even had the real crystal box. I think that was a trick as well. So you know what? It doesn't matter what door I open. So I'm going to say, you know what? Just oh, fine. The one I picked, it doesn't matter. Uh, so, so when they do open it, I think behind, uh, behind that door is um is princess tiger shark yep with the box um and uh and she i think she just opens it at that point right because yeah. i think the idea of the box it does it does the will and she's she's like no it, uh, that's what and she says she's like you always got to switch and then she opens the fucking box like yeah right because she's gonna uh, she's gonna like have terrible consequences from doing this she has a great line. She's like, I'd like to thank our sponsors or something. <laughs> like, it's, it's something game show uh, like that. Yeah. Um, this episode brought to you by Metamucil <laughs> Max. <laughs> and and so it, what has starts happening is that like 
all of the uh, all of the weebie deebies start just like getting from everywhere, like start getting like corporally like sucked into this box more or less. Oh, that's awesome! I was thinking of them just being like annihilated by it, like sort of Ark of the Covenant style. But I like them being sucked into it. Yeah, they start like disappearing from the battlefield, or like their bodies get like Ooh, long and stretchy. What if and they wispy? turn into those little beetles. <clears throat> oh hell yeah! That the we little, saw like, on the uh, zucchini. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. And they start like getting sucked in. Like as they get sucked toward the box, they turn into these little bugs, and just this cascade of like a tornado of beetles is getting like tornadoed down into the crystal box. Mm-hmm. That's fucking dope. It's dope. And then she closes it, and her like she's barely alive from it. Diphthong like goes oh yeah, and like, as there. she's holding it, you can see these like you know uh, this blackness crawling up her veins, mm-hmm. right? Like this, it's killing her to be holding this thing for this it, long. It, which is why when Diphthong goes to like hold her, it like he takes on some of it as well. Mm. Um, so it's it, the idea is that the romance was built on shared trauma. Um, so <laughs> and general horniness. Um, so uh, yeah, so uh, that's awesome. And then the the boner skulls win. So the box shuts. Yeah. Um, and Princess Tiger Shark is like lying, you know, terribly hurt. She's burned all the way up to like her face, mm-hmm. just like from the from the hands downward and then up. <laughs> across her torso to her neck it's, it's fucked up looking oh and the thing is she's not gonna is live is what i'm saying like she's obviously gonna die we see uh at this moment we see one of those like blue shining beetle things that mm-hmm. we saw that's but it's it like lands uh on the box and then it like starts to transform and turns like oh fuck did one of them like is one of them still out and it turns into phil collins <laughs> oh my god he's there and, and his and Phil Collins, Phil Collins. Goes, yeah, and Phil Collins just goes, do 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 do. They're like, why? You've you done it. it? <laughs> and it's like, what? And it's like, you've done it, Stunkley. I've, I, they weren't wrong when they said that there was a chosen one here, but the chosen one was supposed to be here to restore balance to this place. Um, and it, Phil Collins truly was chosen this whole time. Yeah, it's Stunkley just kind of fucked it up, honestly. Yeah, something just bought the wrong zucchini. I thought I was like their messiah or something. No, you're just a loser who works at uh, Safe Right. But you know what? You did step up to the game when it needed you. He's like, thank you, Phil Collins. Yes. It's, it's, it's like, Phil, Phil, how'd you get involved in this whole thing? And as well, it's a story for another long time. in the making. And I don't have the time to tell you that genesis of it and they all laugh for a bit phil collins takes the box and just like (laughs) flies away on golden wings (laughs) it just takes off with it yeah he's like i'm going to go take this where it will never be found again and you see him just like fly off into a volcano and there's like a Mm -hmm. splash of lava as he goes down into it it's where it's where he hoards all of his grammys (laughs) (laughs) to like a dragon yeah You see Phil Collins just put down the crystal box on a stack of Grammys 30 feet high and then just curl up on it and go to sleep for another thousand years. Here's where I put all of my useless shit. Just Grammys. Uh Um, But now Stunkley has to tend to the dying princess tiger shark. Yes. So he's just like, I'm so sorry. It doesn't go over well with the voice that he has. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Just like, I loved you. And she's just like, I don't know how you got that out of such a short interaction. I, I really thought that the sparks between me and Diphthong were, were pretty clear. I'm sorry. It's, oh. I don't have a lot of romantic relationships. I, I, I misread signals a lot. Anyway, uh, Diphthong, uh, tag out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I probably yeah. should be taken. I guess I'll go over there. Moments. And then they have like a, a, a long, very satisfying romantic conclusion in which she dies. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so, like, everything's sort of resolved now. What is the, like, um, okay, I've got it. I think I have it. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, you know, the, the boner skulls erupt in cheers and it's sort of like, you saved our world. Everything, everything is, can finally go back to, to being right now that the weebie-deebies have been defeated. And there is a, a little bit of like, you know, there's gotta be a moral where he's like, don't you think that like this endless cycle of violence is like just going to keep perpetuating itself over millennia to come? And they're like, we'll think about that later. <laughs> we'll think about that in the sequel. Um, they're like, well, I guess it's time for you to go home. Mm-hmm. Does he does he want to stay or go? I mean, I think he wants to stay. What's, yeah, what's I think back so. He's such a loser him. back at home. Yeah, right? he's like, well, I guess it's time for me to go home back to my <laughs> crappy supermarket job and Mr. Jordanson. You tell him they're like, well, if you want to stay, I we know that there's a lot of things from home that you maybe miss. If there's one thing that you would like to bring <laughs> from home. Uh, anything just let us know and he goes i think i got an idea i know i got some ideas and you cut for you flash forward to like a big ewok village celebration going on at castle boner skull and he's Mm -hmm. fashioned a crude wheel Uh out of you know bones and wood and Uh stone oh and and who's there pat sajak yeah he has they brought him over he's he's manacled like he's being held captive He's terrified. Um, He's manacled. And all these boner skulls are like spinning the wheel and guessing in their weird alien tongue. And then uh, Pat Sajak turns around and he's like, I guess, can I get a kablork? And who is standing at the big board in a resplendent ball gown? None other than Stunkley. Yep. And he goes and he turns the uh, tiles around and he just looks up at the camera and goes, uh, Oh, what's his big ending line? Oh, yeah, there's a, the the, the word is like a, one of their weird words, and Slunkley goes, oh, what does this one mean? And uh, Diphthong goes, hero. And he goes, oh, cool. <laughs> Smash got to black. <laughs> it's got black. The press your luck theme dumb. begins to play. Uh, and over the fun. credits, we do that thing where the credits are on one side of the screen, and there's like, you know, a little window on the other side that's showing mm-hmm. clips. And it's like all the different game shows that he now runs in the world of the Boner Skulls. So it's just uh, all these they, barbaric versions of classic game shows. They love it, too. They're so into it's it. It's like Family Feud, but if you win, you get to eat the other family. <laughs> that's very good. Cool. Um, uh, so there's a bunch of those. And that's the Crystal Box. Uh, that's it. Thanks, Magan. Thank you so much for that uh, movie for this week. I liked that one a lot. Yeah, I like I like the game show aspect that became so prevalent. Hey, man, if it's important early on, it's got to be important later. That's I also learned that doing that Stunkley voice for an hour plus is not fun for my uh, my throat. Yeah, my throat feels a little warm. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. back there. It's easier Sounds now, great. but my regular voice is a little tired. A little froggy. Um, well, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to your Welcome Hollywood this week. If you want to find us on social media, we are Ed, Tom, and Ruben, R-U-E-B-E-N, on everything except Instagram, where we are your Welcome Hollywood, with some underscores in there. You'll find us. Um, you can find us at edtomandruben.com. If you want to find us on iTunes or wherever you can review this podcast, we would love you to drop down a, a nice five star for us that helps us get out to more folks and you know maybe maybe one day somebody somebody will hear this that will make all of our lives incredible 
Mm-hmm. It probably won't happen, but uh, we would still appreciate your reviews and subscribing to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Thanks once again to Maggot Rushdie for this week's suggestion. Uh, also for the Dad's Garage Twitch stream, uh, come check us out uh, all week, every week. You can find the schedule at dadssocialdistancing.com and you'll see what's on Twitch at what time at twitch.tv slash dadsgarageatl. Ruben, uh-huh. anything else? That's it. You got it all. All right. Well, in that case, for your welcome, Hollywood, I'm Ed. I'm Ruben. And uh, Daily Double. This has been your Welcome Hollywood with Ed, Tom, and Ruben. For more, go to Ed, Tom, and